Hello and welcome. I'm Richard from Veg Grower Podcast, a podcast where I share my story growing food in my garden and allotment. Today is the 22nd of October 2018. This is episode 191 and it is titled How I Grow Overwintered Broad Beans. So coming up today, we have the diary where I discuss what I've been up to over the last week on my plots. Then I have what a garden day's calendar suggests to do for the next week and a few comments on that. Then after that I have how I grow overwintered board beans. So I bring on the diary in just a second. I had planned on doing a diary slightly differently but it didn't quite work out to plan. So hopefully next week I will do it. But I'm not going to let you into that just yet. You have to see Next week, if it works, how it goes. That's a bit of a pointless bit, really, isn't it? I've just said anyway. Let's get on with the diary. Well, Tuesday, I popped to the allotment after work. And the plan was just to do a few minutes down there. I ended up spending about an hour down there. And one of the things I'm doing slowly is painting the inside of my new shed. Now, I mentioned my brother when we built it. He he gave it a lick of paint and he'd done a pretty poor job. And I don't want to sound ungrateful at all with that. But I'm going over what he's done and just making it a bit better, shall we say. So I've only done a few panels. I'm just doing a few panels at a time. And it's it it's improving. It's getting a lot better as I go along. So, and then after that, I did a little bit of weeding before heading home. Now, I did want to sow some peas and broad beans that night, but when I looked in my little freezer that I keep my seeds in, I had no broad bean seeds. So instead, I decided to start a little experiment. Now, normally peas, I just sow them straight away. Well, this week, I thought or this year I should say actually, I thought I would try soaking some overnight as many other gardeners seem to recommend this. So I soaked 32 seeds overnight and then Wednesday uh, I managed to buy some broad bean seeds uh, and I went home and the peas that I'd soaked overnight had swollen. So I planted those and I planted some other peas that had not been soaked overnight. Now the varieties are meteor and I've done 32 seeds of each. The reason I do 32 seeds is because that's how many root trainers is in the root trainers. So that 32, that also gives us a good idea on how to compare germination rates and stuff. So I planted those uh, a couple inches deep in multi-purpose compost and put those on the shelf with a cover over them and we'll see how they get on. I also, during Wednesday, bought some broad bean seeds. Now normally I would use Aqua Dolce Claudia. But while I was in the garden centre I saw a variety called Super Aqua Dolce. And they were slightly cheaper, but also they said they could be sown in October. Whereas the Aquadolch Claudia said they can be sown in November. 
So I thought I'll give them a try and see how they get on this year. So I sewed those again at home, same way as the peas in root trainers. Now I did read the back of the packet of this Sepa Aquadulce and it actually recommends to directly sow the seeds where they are to grow. So I may do that later on in the year, but more on that a bit later on. Saturday I headed down the allotment. Uh, I actually spent all day there on Saturday. Now one of the first things I do when I normally get there is, well I'll put the kettle on now and I'll have just a wander around the allotment and just see if there's anything that desperately needs attention. One of the things I noticed at first was that my garlic had been, well basically birds had got into it and pulled the garlic out of the ground which is quite a common thing that they do not a massive problem because i can yeah i just pop them back into the ground but it's annoying nonetheless what i did notice though was the garlic had already started putting roots on which was really good to see now after that i got my strimmer going and strimmed the grass area as well most of the grass areas i've got the worst of it anyway but my strimmer's playing around again it i hate petrol strimmers that being said it's not the petrol side of things that's playing around this time it's the string uh the string kept popping out and what have you so uh, uh i got frustrated in the end so i stopped i'd done most of it but i was i felt like i was spending more time trying to get it to work than actually working it so with the streaming now done for the day, I lit my barbecue and I had some Chinese style ribs that I was cooking up. So I, I, I cooked those, basically just slowly roasting those on the barbecue for a while. And then I turned my attention to an air, a corner of the allotment that I call Scruffy Corner. Now this area has been a bit scruffy, I'll say the least. I had the pumpkin, it's where the compost areas is and I had pumpkins growing out of the compost and they were kind of all over the place. And I wanted to tidy it up. So I ripped out the pumpkins, harvested what I could of those and there was quite a few there, there's more than what I thought. But because the grass had grown over them, they weren't really ripening anyway. So they had to come out. I tidied up the compost area bins, although they're quite full to say the least. Uh, and then I got the grass down to a decent level and well I could now get to my uh, wood pit which is basically an old washing machine drum and I burnt a few bits of wood that I had hanging around and just tidying things up getting things done you know how it is it, I always love doing that after that, I turned my attention to one of the major jobs I planned for this weekend, planting my onions. Now, I had six varieties of onions to plant out, and these were all in set form. They're Wilco Japanese, Wilco Red, Troy, Senshi, Electric, and Radar. Now, the Wilco varieties had 50 sets in each bag, and the Troy had 35 sets. And it says that on the labels. 
However, the other three varieties were all in 350 gram bags, so I had no idea how many there was in there before I planted them. But the Wilco varieties in the Troy took up one bed. Normally I only have one bed of onions, but I've gone a bit mad, a bit overboard with the onions this year. So before I planted out the senshi, I counted how many were in there, and it was 97, and they took up half of an extra bed. The electric, there was 117, and I just about squeezed those into the other half. Now this second bed was going to be the shallot bed, but that's not going to happen now. The radar, I didn't get planted. I'm not sure where I'm going to plant those just yet. That's going to be possibly next week. We will see. Now I grow from sets. Uh, I've grown from seeds before, but I don't get as much success. I prefer sets by far. And sets, for those that don't know, are basically small onions. They're basically, they've been grown from seed, they've grown a little bit, then they've been sold and ready to plant. And I find sets a lot easier to grow, a lot more successful to grow, but also a lot easier to plant. It's just a case of dimming a hole and dropping them in. Seeds, uh, I don't get on with seeds. I've tried many, many times. Anyway, after that, I spent a bit more time just doing a bit of weeding and also watering, which watering is actually becoming quite important. Uh, I think because it feels cold, we tend to forget about watering, but actually we had a bit of rain last weekend, but for the most part, it's pretty dry. So after that, I went home and I harvested my last pumpkin, which has grown in my garden, and that's 15.3 kilograms. Now, this is kind of freeing up space at home because um, I, w- I want to clear everything in the vegetable patch and start putting things into place. Now, the pumpkin's gone. I'm just left with a tomato plant, a Cape gooseberry, which I've been harvested some uh, Cape gooseberries from, or Fissilus, as it's also known as. And my butternut squash. The butternut squash, I'm just waiting to ripen. The tomatoes, I've got a few that are just becoming ready as and when, but I might ditch those tomato plants soon anyway. Now, Sunday, I was out all day, but on my way home that day, I stopped off at my grand's. Uh, she had asked if I wanted my granddad's old cloches, and these were the really old-fashioned type they're about four foot long and you put a bit of corrugated uh, plastic into them as a cloche a mini greenhouse if you like to keep things growing over the winter and I said yes of course I would have them so I picked them up on Sunday and I had a quick word of my chat with my gran and she said to me did I want my granddad's old greenhouse uh, well, I had a look at it, measured it up. It's 2.7 metres by 2 metres, so pretty sizable one. And she said to me, "She, the greenhouse has to go. They're not using it because obviously my granddad's not alive anymore. And it's very old. It's made of aluminium, so it's in really, really good condition. There's no rust or anything on it, so... That's good, but I didn't realise how old it was until my grandma's telling me a story that it, my granddad brought it from the inheritance from his parents, who, as I've discovered a few weeks ago, 
owned a nursery. So for me, I think it's very important I have this greenhouse. So I said, of course, I'll have it. And that will go down the allotment. I've just got to get permission from it. Now, what I'm rather amused about is my family is rather large. Yeah, my granny wants me to have this greenhouse. So really, really chuffed with it. Well, really, that brings the diary up to date. Uh, I'll just go over the weekly harvest report. Now, that came out earlier today, and it was a little bit late to get out. I've seen Steve's already replied and added his in. But, yeah, I had eggs, pumpkins, uh, the first appearance of Cape gooseberries, tomatoes. And Cape gooseberries, they're actually really tasty sweet fruit, and they come out around this time. So that's really nice to have. Uh, this week's value came to £17.75, so not massive, but again, that steady level. So this wraps up the diary for this week. So let's have a look now what the calendar suggests to do. OK, well, a Garden Day calendar and what that suggests to do for this next week. And it reads, collect fallen leaves as, and if there are too many for your compost bin, pop them into plastic garden sacks, fork holes into the sides and pop them somewhere out of sight. In a year's time, the action of weather will have turned the leaves into rich leaf mould to top dress beds. Now that's funny actually because I was driving around today and I saw a load of leaves and I thought to myself I really need to go collecting these to make leaf mould again. Now leaf mould is basically decaying leaves. It's the type of thing you'll find in the bottom of woods and forest and it is such a wonderful additive or mulch onto so many uh, surfaces it's not that full of nutrients, but it's full of life. And it's well worth making some leaf mould if you can. And it's very simple, actually. Just collect a load of leaves and leave them to rot down. Don't have to do anything with it. They, they'll probably take a year to rot down. And what you start with will probably reduce to an eighth by the time it's finished. So it does compress quite a bit. It does rot down quite a lot. But it's worth it. Okay, we're on to the main subject now and how I grow overwintered broad beans. And I have grown overwintered broad beans for a number of years now. It's so easy. Really is so easy. Of course, I can be started right now to about December time. And they're really not complicated. And for me, I like to do them. One, because I can sow them now when there's not much more else to do. And two, they're kind of growing over the winter when there's nothing else really growing. So it kind of adds a bit of like life into the garden. It feels like there's something going on. Now, grow, growing them is really, really easy. There's several varieties that can be grown over winter and I've added links if you want to buy the seeds in the show notes. Now normally I would do Aquadulce Claudia which I've grown for many many years and have a lot of success with. This year I'm trying Super Aquadulce 
I don't know if I'm pronouncing these words right, but I'm trying anyway. Uh, but there's many more um, that can be sown now. It's worth, just worth looking on the back of a seed packet to see if they say they can sow now. But the two varieties that are, or the, the Aquadels Claudia, are the, probably the most well known for this. Now the seeds are basically beans, dried board beans. So they're pretty easy to recognise and plant. They're not fiddly at all. I I fill root trainers up with multi-purpose compost and then push the the bean or the seed two inches deep, which is about the depth of my finger. I then cover with a multi-purpose compost again, just to make sure it's covered. Spray some water over the top and then place the root trainers in one of my water retaining containers or trays that, that, that are used in gardening quite a bit. Now my root trainers, when I buy them, they came with a plastic lid, see-through lid to let sunlight through and I placed that over as well. The these root trainers are then placed on my shelf in my potting shed, which, as you know, is basically half a greenhouse that was built by the previous owner. I'm getting overrun with greenhouses, aren't I? Uh, and th- they that grows pretty happily on there, and I'll leave them just on the shelf, keep them watered. I tend to water from below, and just that capillary action pull the water through, as opposed to spraying water on top. But that's just me personally. They germinate within a couple of weeks, I suppose, and they grow quite quickly. But once they reach about two inches high, which is when they reach the perspex lid, it's time to start hardening them off before planting out. And I'll just slowly move them and they'll go again my system is I take them from my potting shed into my greenhouse to my outdoor thing and then just get them used to being outside the common method is just to move them outside during the day and then move them back in at night just slowly leaving them out a little bit longer it probably take a week or two to get them used to outside and this is of course so the coldness outside doesn't shock the plants and they die as soon as they go outside. I'll probably say that this is happening around December time. Anyway, once they're hardened off, they're planted. And there's, again, nothing difficult about this. Just dip a hole and drop the root trainer root in, water in, keep them watered to establish them, and they will grow. It might be worth adding a bit of chicken manure from time to time. But yeah... Now they're in the soil and they will just grow happily. As I say, keep them watered when dry. This time of year they don't need a huge amount of watering while they're growing because it rains a lot. Keep them weed free. The odd handful of chicken manure will go down well. But apart from that, there's not much care that these things need. I'd expect to get a crop from these around the end of May. 
So they are a bit earlier than spring sown, but the most important thing that I've seemed to have found is that they avoid black fly. And black fly is a really, it's a bug that eats the sap and takes away the broad bean, which isn't what we want. So this is just a simple way of organically avoiding black fly. You don't need treatments, you don't need anything like that. Now, the pack that I brought the other day actually recommended sowing directly where they are to grow. And I've done this in the past. And actually, I, if I'm honest, it was probably more successful. I Again, I've just planted, when I've done this, planted them straight into the soil, two inches deep, covered them in soil, and then placed plastic bottles with the bottom cut off over the top of them. And I'm going to try this this year and see how they get on. Another little experiment that I'll be doing. Again, these will grow. They'll probably take a bit longer to germinate. I think I read that somebody said they probably won't do any top growth, but they're getting the roots down. My experience was different from that, but yeah, by about January, they probably will outgrow the plastic bottle, depending on how big the bottle is, of course. But then once they're grown, they're established, they're growing. Again, keep them weed-free, watered, the yard feeding. Nothing difficult at all. They're really, really easy to grow. Really easy to grow. They're probably one of the easiest vegetables I can think of to grow, especially over the winter, like I say. I've never had an experience where it's got too cold for them, but... It's certainly possible, I guess, if we get a long, long period of heavy snow, heavy frost. I'm talking minus 15, I guess. I don't really know. It's never, never been a problem. But if this is the case, it might be worth just keeping a few uh, fleece blankets to hand just for this reason. Now, everything I've spoke about here is actually a very similar way to grow peas as well. Just different varieties. But I've not been that successful for that. But I'll keep trying. And once I've got it, I'll share it with you all. Now, I did say boar beans are incredibly easy to grow, and they are. But the beans themselves are, I find, to be very, very tasty and used in many, many dishes. Now, I do think they're a bit like Marmite. Some people love them. Some people hate them. Personally, I quite like them. Something I'm very fond of is a broad bean and feta salad. And this is very, very easy to do. And it's best with a younger broad bean, so they're a bit smaller. And just cook cook the beans in boiling water for two minutes. And then drain and cool. Perhaps in ice or something. So it might be worth doing cooking the beans an hour or two before you're planning to eat anyway. Then once they're... They're cool. Um, I'll mix in some mint leaves, just chopped and mixed over the beans. Crumble in some feta cheese and mix them all really, really well. And then basically your salad is there. Just need a bit of a dressing. And I use an extra virgin oil, just drizzled over, and squeeze of lemon, just again drizzled over. That's me personally, uh, and I find this it's a really easy and 
tasty meal. The one that I really, really enjoy. And I look forward to it, actually. And talking about this now, I've got a real craving for it. So uh, I may well have to do this soon. Anyway, that is how I grow boar beans over the winter. Um, as I said, don't bother with spring sown. But yeah, give it a go. Let me know how you got on. Okay, so just before I bring this podcast to a close, I have to announce the winner for this week. Now, as I said last week, it's not just Facebook group anymore. It's anybody that contacts me through any way. And I should have done this a lot earlier. Well, this week, there's been no activity in a Facebook group anyway. So I was kind of lucky. But the winner was Steve, uh, who's always commenting on the weekly harvest report so i'm actually really pleased to uh send him some seeds so steve well done buddy they're on their way to you i'll get in touch with you just if i haven't got your address so thank you very much for your communications please keep communicating it really does mean a lot to me and help a lot so i'm going to wrap up for this week thank you ever so much for listening again um really really appreciate it don't forget to check out my website the vegpodcast.co.uk where you'll find every podcast i've ever released the uh, blogs everything recipes you name it they're up on there and i'm hoping to get more and more stuff going on there soon of course if you want to contact me it's richard at the vegpodcast.co.uk or you can use any social media outlet, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm actually starting to use Instagram a lot more lately. I'm really, really enjoying the photo side of things there, um, which is really cool, really cool. I just need to learn how to use these social medias a lot better. <laughs> anyway, I digress it again. Anyway, get in touch if you've got anything to add, and of course you'll be in for a pack of seeds. So until next time, please take care and I'll speak to you again next time.